The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hey ho, what's up everybody? Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. We got a really fun show for you today, and I think you guys are going to enjoy it. Um, we have everybody's favorite, uh, Tony Moore, coming back on. Everybody loved him, and he's got a new song out. And uh, we have an up-and-coming singer, Renee Levitt, uh, coming on. So I think we're going to have a lot of fun. But before we get started, let's start saying hi to everybody, starting off with my cool, outrageous man about town host, co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Now I'm a co-host? You are a co-host. <clears throat> oh, I thought you had a problem with that. I know. It's always been. Remember when I said to you it should be the Jimmy Starr and Ron Russell show, and well, you I said, said no. never. Yeah, but it doesn't mean you're not a co-host. You're still a co-host, so say hi to everybody. Hi, everybody. Oh, I'm a co-host. What's up, everybody in the chat room? We got a lot of people showing up. Uh, Anton Country Supers in the chat room. Hub Reynolds, what's up, Hub? Lady Cindy, Lady Lake, B. Claudia from Germany is in the chat room. Hey, uh, B. <clears throat> Uh, I'm pretty sure that's Eileen Shapiro is in the chat room. Cindy Lady Lake, hey, what's up, Cindy? Everybody, we're gonna have a good, good, good time today. These chairs aren't as big, and they're like not enough room. I got room. hair here on my mic. Look at the long gray hair. Must be yours, Jimmy. <laughs> Look at this. How did I get all these hairs on my mic? They're gonna go in my mouth. Nothing worse than having a hair in your mouth, right, folks? Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. All right, so what are you going to talk about today to start out with? Anything exciting? Nothing. Nothing? I'm, I'm, I'm not in the mood. Okay, so we got a new car. Mm. What do you mean? Uh, look, it's a, like the nicest car on the it's, planet. It's not a Ferrari. Oh, it's not a Ferrari. We got a new car, you guys. Um, oh. It's uh, a Mercedes-Benz. You know, like an old man car, please. Yeah, right. It's like the freaking like rocket ship mercedes and it's super fun and i'm super excited to have it and uh hub Reynolds says nice whip thanks hub um what do you say nice whip 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 is a car i wish i could speak english <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice car we got all kinds of stuff going on it's kind of hot in here though huh no i'm fine you just have this a fever hot. no this room is hot you probably have syphilis or something you caught from <laughs> some trick while you were cheating on yeah me. right <gasps> Gonorrhea, syphilis, years. chlamydia. What else is out there? I'm making it cooler. Um, All the social diseases, you know, are back. I love the fact that diphtheria, diphtheria, I think that's how you say it. Diphtheria is diphtheria. Diphtheria, diphtheria is, is I back. I don't even know what that is. It's some kind of weird disease that we got rid of 150 years ago. But now, you know, there are a lot of people coming in our country who are not being inoculated correctly. 
and they're bringing in, you know, diseases. Years ago, you had to have shots and stuff before you came to the United States. And if you went to Ellis Island, they hosed you down to make sure you didn't have bugs, lice, lice crabs, or whatever. <clears throat> now anybody can come from anywhere without anything, and they have for them come in with COVID, TB, all these diseases. So. I think open borders is not such a hot idea. It is a good idea if you screen people that are coming in, but just not to let anybody come in from anywhere with skins. Look at this now. We have this new disease. What is it called? Turkey something or pig something? What is it? Jimmy, wake up. Hello. I, I can't help it. Everybody, like our guests, are texting me. Well, tell them not to. We have a show going on. They'll text you later. <laughs> Listen, what's that disease that's here now? Chicken pox? Oh, uh, monkey pox. Monkey pox. I couldn't think of the animal. Who ever heard of monkey pox? Now we have that in our country. So I would suggest that everybody that's concerned about the health of our country say something, right? You are leaders and tell them, hey, listen, you know, we don't want to get sick. We, we, we were a very healthy country years ago. We only had the flu. Anyway, B. Claudia wants to know, how come actors don't usually watch the films that they're in? Because you never watch yours. I never watch mine because I see a big nose and I see a stupid guy. And, and you know, and it's not me. I, I always play a, um, you know, like this. Get over here. I'm going to tell you something. You know, that's not who I am. So when I see myself on screen, I say, yeah. I mean, there were once or twice, maybe. I, I like something I did, but most of the time I'm not happy with it. None of them are. I mean, uh, who could I? Jane Russell, for one, you know, she always said to me, well, I was never really an actress. I said, what were you? Just a pair of tits? I mean, that's we knew that for a fact. But Jane never thought of herself as a great actress because she never liked any of the work she did. She liked it when she sang. And of course, she loved Gentlemen Prefer Blondes. That because she sang and danced with Marilyn Monroe. But other than that, Jane never looked at any of her movies. Mm -mm. Neither did uh, a couple of other big stars that I, I asked about that. I forgot who. Big names, big, big, big superstars. I think a lot of them watch it once for the premiere. <clears throat> no, some it. don't at all. There was one famous, famous movie actor, I can't remember who it was, that said, I never watch my films. I can't. I can't sit through them. Oh, I wish I could remember who it was. It was somebody I interviewed. Maybe it was, was it Arlene Dahl? No, no, she liked, no, I can't think of who it was. But it was a very, very super duper famous movie star. A legend movie star. Who was it? I think it was a woman. God, if I only had her memory, right? Anyway. Keep talking, keep talking. I got kicked out of the chat room. I'm trying to figure out what's going you on. You got with kicked it. out of the chat room? Yeah. Why'd they kick you out? They didn't kick me out. It's just there's something going on with it. Okay. Maybe because I said tits? No. And that's nothing compared to what I normally say. Okay, got it. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> Look at my hair. I look like I just got caught in a windstorm. Uh, Actually, I, I forgot to comb it. <laughs> I was on the phone with my very good friend, Janae Montague King. And we were talking about his movie, which is really a great movie, funny, and what they're doing to it to make it an even better movie before it's released. We went to the red carpet of it a couple of yeah, weeks ago. Yeah, it's about the Maybelline heiress and how she was murdered, maybe? Hmm. Yeah, Very suspicious. But anyway, 
we were on the phone for so long and then Jimmy comes in and he says, you got five minutes. I thought, oh my God, so quickly, but I forgot to comb. They like your hairstyle though. Yeah, they you like my hair good. uncombed. How do you like that? Look at that, look like I got electrocuted. All right, Astro. Um, so Astro. everybody, so we don't have a place. We switch chairs and there's yeah, no place to Yeah, but Astro wants to come up. He has to come in my lap. Come up. I'll pick you up, baby. I have to have my baby boy. So you guys, me. you can listen to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, YouTube, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, TuneIn, Pandora, Amazon Prime, and SoundCloud. Those are our biggest ones. And... Um, uh, I want to thank everybody who's been leaving reviews for us on Apple Podcasts, which is also iTunes. And what um, nice re- oh, Astro, you over, me We apart. have over a thousand reviews now Astro's on there, and so we really appreciate that. And, He's uh, pulling my earplugs out. That's okay. Hey, Astro, say hi to everybody. Say hi, everybody. This is my baby boy, Astro, my seven-pound love. Yeah, but thank you all for the wonderful compliments and the nice things you're saying about the show and how you enjoy my crudeness. <laughs> well, I was afraid that people would be offended by some of the things I say. Like when I asked John how big his dick was on TV. You know, people just don't do that. John, what's his name? Barrowman. <laughs> and he answered. But, you know, that's what makes our show different. We, I say the things that you think. And I say the things that you want me to say. You know, I'm talking you, about how wonderful the last Tony Moore interview was, and he's coming back on now. So the last excited. Tony Moore is our guest today. I know. Tony, we're all talking about how great he was the last time. Well, Tony Moore is a good guy. Absolutely. And when you're a good guest, you come back on our show. If you're a lousy guest, you don't come back. Because we want to bring you the best in entertainment. And we don't want to give you dumbbells that don't talk. You know. What's up? What's up, Astro? Say hi to everybody. You guys, just look at how Astro, he's so cute. <laughs> he's conceited. He's spoiled. He, he doesn't know where the camera is. The camera's on the other side. You have to turn him around. But we don't have any pa- uh, pillows. We switched our chairs so the pillows right. don't really fit. It's like I'm into bestiality. I love kissing my dog. I love making out with him. Dude, I love I love this dog so much. I could scream from the amount of love I have for him. He's and, you know, We have three, and I hate to say it, but he's my favorite. I don't know why. I never had a favorite daughter. And I don't want to have a favorite dog, but he's my favorite because look at that face. That put him. Go show your kisser. Look at that sweet little face. Oh my God. How are you? Look good, Astro. You could be a leading man. He's so cute. Yes. 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 So some of the other things that, uh, what did we do this week? I don't even remember what we did. What did we do this week? The house, of course. We're still, oh, yeah. We're still working on, working the, house, on the house. And we're waiting for the bathroom uh, sink thing to come. We've got this beautiful carved wood gorgeous double sink thing that goes in the bathroom you know to put your sinks it gets in. delivered on saturday yep that's exciting and i got a shed for the back garden that's being delivered on saturday so we can keep all of our chemicals you know fertilizer Actually, I don't think that's coming till wednesday okay <laughs> wednesday. but we're working on it anyway we have a shed coming um you know we're still f- decorating building fixing I don't know why we're doing this. We started with COVID because we were bored and now we have to complete. I'm having a lot of trouble with the workers. You know, um, we gave the people that did some of the work money and they never came back. Well, what can I tell you? Now we have to find new people, but they do that. They work a couple of weeks, get your money and then go back to wherever they came from or they get drunk or whatever. Uh, I was talking to my friend in New York, John, who was also in this business, and he said it's the same thing on Long Island. 
The workers come and they go. You can't get them when you want them. They start a job and they leave a job. I think it's so terrible that no one has integrity anymore. Years ago, workers were different. Well, they were German, Italian, Irish. You know, they were Europeans, came from a different civilization, and they had integrity. Some of the people we have working in California are ignorant, uneducated, unsophisticated, haven't won social grace. And it's okay because in their country it worked that way, but here it doesn't. That's all I can say for it. In the meantime, our, our guilty pleasure, you guys, is Bling Empire. You need to watch Bling Empire on Netflix. It's freaking awesome. We actually have the, wait a minute. the lead wait, guy. Wait, wait. Awesome it is not. Uh, it's addictive. It's like a train wreck. You can't wait, or a car accident. You can't stop watching it because you can't believe the audacity of these people the uh narcissism the conceit the bragging the showing off the gucci the gachi the all that rodeo drive crap their wealth the way they flaunt their wealth it's amusing but after a while it becomes very irritating I love it when i think of all the homeless people in the street and we have the star from Bling Empire coming on soon. I'm actually talking to him because I need him for a. I'm I'm at, I'm at inviting him to come into one of the movies I'm producing. But and, you didn't uh, tell me that. And uh, he's going to be coming on the show in September. Oh, the good-looking one. Yeah. Oh, he's coming on. Yeah, well, he's that's coming good. on. And, yeah, he's uh, handsome. He's a very handsome Chinese guy. So it's going to be. No, fun. he's not. He's Korean and Vietnamese. I think. Yeah, I think he's. Astro, you're pulling my wires. Anyway, lots of good stuff is going on. Astro, just sit, honey. Sit nice, like a good little boy. You little. Thing. <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> we're gonna bring on our first guest now because it's time and uh thanks b b says she loves my shirt and uh b, we might be going to europe in uh, the fall and uh one of the stops is germany munich do you live anywhere near munich that's funny as hell all right let's bring in tony you guys and let's see if we've got him hey tony what's up hey guys it's great to be back with you it's, it's terrific to see you. Look move, at you. Move your mouth because it didn't seem like it moved. Yes, okay. I'm in sync with myself. Okay, now it's moving. It's terrific. Look at you. He came on like Mr. Leather. Uh, <laughs> a little sparkle in the afternoon is always a good thing, right? Right. Yeah, except for it's evening for you. Yeah, but I, I'm, I'm dressing for you guys. Obviously, you have a special <laughs> show, and I don't want to be underdressed. There you go. I love it. All right, everyone. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star. Where have you been? Well, we're going to welcome him in first. He's in. He's welcome. No, no. I want to, do, oh. a good, I want to get a, do a good thing so I have it for the recording. Hey, yeah. everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the incredible mega superstar rock star, Tony Moore. Hello and welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much, Jimmy and Ron. It's great to see you again. I had such fun last time and I'm glad that I was invited back. Back. Yay. Well, like <laughs> I said, if you're a good guest, you come back. If you're not, we don't. You know, we don't want to bore people. After all, people tune in and they want to have fun. Yeah. Hey, if, if, a guest, if a guest can't give us fun, then get the fuck off. So you have to say, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so we have a chat room. So first thing you got to do is say hi to everybody in the chat room. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Listen, the last time I was on, I had such wonderful feedback from you guys. Thank you for all the support and the lovely messages. I know you were all really um, very positive about the music that I was making then. And I'm back now to talk no, more we about were, stuff. We, just, we, we were lying. We never liked it. <laughs> no, so we, real quick, we just said that to make you feel good. So, then in private, I said, that music is disgusting. Yeah, and Jimmy yeah, said, right. oh, I was going to throw up when I heard it. <laughs> yeah. And I couldn't help myself. So hold on. No, so we, first we, of all, we like your music. Uh, 
Eileen is in the chat room, so say hi to Eileen. Hey, Eileen. And then um, we have to say hi to Cindy Lady Lake because she's the one who told me you had new music out, her Absolutely. and Eileen, to bring you back on. So say hi to Cindy. Yeah, Cindy, thank you. Both Cindy and Eileen are just such beautiful souls doing such great work out there, helping independent artists be heard and, and have their voices uh, travel around the world. So thanks, guys, for making introductions yeah. and doing such good work. And but, then but just I, say hi I, to B. Claudia wait, again. Eileen, wait, wait, wait. wait. There we go. Be Eileen <laughs> is not known for her soul, trust me. <laughs> That's terrible. Well, it's true. Um, She's not known for her soul. You know, oh, could... and Teresa Sabins joined. To say hi to Teresa. Hey, Teresa Sabins. <laughs> She's fun. The old gang back together. That's right. So everybody and anybody who doesn't know Tony Moore, first of all, you can follow him on Instagram. He's at Tony Moore. His Twitter is at Tony Moore with the number one after it. And his website is TonyMooreMusic.com. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about his new song in a minute. But for anybody who, uh, who, in case you don't know who Tony Moore is, which is really weird, but you never know. He was the first keyboard player for Iron Maiden. He was also in Cutting Crew. Uh, he, he was in a band called... And how do you pronounce it? Tansder Youth? Tansder Youth, exactly. Tansder Youth with Brian James from The Damned. And uh, they opened for the Stranglers and Black Sabbath. Uh, when he was with the cutting crew, he opened up for Huey Lewis, Starship, and the Bengals. Uh, he also, as an as a solo artist, I believe, you opened up for Duran Duran in Malta. Is that right? Yeah, as a absolutely. solo artist. So he's a fucking rock star, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and he's very, very cool and humble, and we're happy to have him back. Thank you, Jimmy. That that's gonna go on my my uh, my press and PR. He's a fucking rock star, guys. <laughs> Jimmy Star. Did, did Jimmy say that? Yes. You said fucking. Yes. You're not supposed to curse anymore. That's okay. You can curse. It doesn't matter. No, I I didn't want to. Cur- you know, I'm not gonna curse anymore. Sorry, I I- about it. No, my nephew came to visit my daughters on Sunday. The language that was in that room was appalling. <laughs> I mean, we were all. Every other word was a curse or a this or that, and. Before I fell asleep that night, I thought to myself, you know what? I'm at an age where I shouldn't curse anymore. It's not becoming. So I'm not going to curse anymore. Really? Yeah, that'll last about eight no, seconds. No, no. It'll last more <laughs> than that, you motherfucker. <laughs> also, they say besides being a rock star, you're the nicest guy ever. Oh, that's debatable. And, uh, <laughs> and, and the real Randy Edelman, who is actually Eileen, says that you have a new, cl- a new club, Cam- the Camden Club. Tell everybody a little bit about your new club. Yeah. It's oh, thank you, Lady Lake Music. Um, yeah, we're in our first month. I'm actually at the club right now. We've got a massive event this evening happening right now, so you might hear a little bit of chat in the background. Um, but uh, it's in Camden, which is in North London. It's a very well-known area in London for live music venues. And sadly, over the last ten years or so, we lost a lot of venues. So this is a brand new venue. It's uh, it's a Great space, about 100 capacity, amazing stage and sound that we've put together. Yeah, and Brandy Edelman came and did a, his one-man show on Saturday night. We absolutely loved it. Uh, he, he was. A, I heard it was terrific. Yeah. He even invited me to come up and play on some songs. I played some guitar on the big hits. Um, there you which go. Which was a treat for me. I, like, love it. Randy Edelman is quite a talent. <clears throat> he writes the most fabulous... He, for, Academy Award winning movies. I mean, Absolutely. he's a biggie. He's not a little shit. He's a big no. guy. And he's a nice guy. You know, I almost threw him off the show when I interviewed him. I hated him. <laughs> oh, I thought he was rude and obnoxious. And I did say to him, if you don't behave, I'm throwing you off the show. And I didn't like him. And then I got to know him and now I love him. And we became really good friends. So sometimes you start off on the wrong foot, but then you change it. But no, Randy Edelman is just, uh, he's a, 
you know, a Jew from New York, and that's how we <laughs> talk. You know, Jews, New York Jews are not very um, socially polite. We have a way about us, you know. We're very frank and to the point. Right, right, right Eileen Shapiro? Yes, he says you were great, too, in the live stream. Everybody, because everybody, it seems like many of the people in the chat room watched the live stream. Oh, well, do you know what was really exciting for me is that when I was a kid in the 70s, Farewell Fairbanks, which was the big album as uh, for Randy as a singer-songwriter in the UK, was my go-to album. I would listen to that. On, on, on repeat all the time. And although I loved Elton John and Billy Joel and all the other great songwriters, there was something about Randy and that album that really touched me and meant something to me and, and quite was quite influential in my songwriting. And so all these years later to get to know and to become a friend with him and then to be invited to play on some of those songs was a real treat for me. I, I think it's awesome. And it's two superstars like performing together. Yeah. And also Randy Edelman can write mu music for a shitty movie. And the shitty movie becomes a great movie only because right. of his music. And that's a fact. But well, that's I a great I'm not gonna say anything more, right, Eileen? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so okay, so now uh you've done so many like wonderful things. I want I know you have a brand new single. It's called Let Your Heart Begin to Sing. And from what I read, I went on your website, you guys, which is TonyMore.com. Sorry, yeah. I almost messed that one up. And uh, it says that it's a tribute to your mother whose dementia inspired you to write the song. So tell us a little bit about the song because everybody wants to know. Yeah, well, so this was the end of 2019 going into 2020. And she'd been in hospital for about five weeks. She'd had pneumonia quite badly. And something really weird happened to her when she came out. It was like there was a, a switch had been turned off in her brain and kind of the dementia switch had been turned on and overnight, she came home, but she was not the same person. She she became bedridden. She's been in bed for two and a half years now, oh, wow. God, and, is, and lives in a you know that kind of little bubble um, where she knows who I am most of the time. So at the very beginning of that, I just wanted to write a song for her that was just a a very positive. It'll be all right, song because I'm I'm here for you and I love you and let your heart begin to sing. And it's become her favorite song. She's. No, she loves all music and she loves my music, of course, because she's my mum and she's always supported me. But I play the song to her pretty much every day still. And she was a, a ballerina when she was very young. And so even though she's still in bed, she does arm ballet to the song. So as I'm playing it, she's doing the movements. Oh, that's so and when nice. it gets to the end of the song, she knows it's the very final notes because she brings her hands down and puts them down on the table and looks at me and knows that we've kind of um, synchronized the song. And in those moments, it's like she's there. And then in other moments, she's not there. So how the song is just about being positive. She's 93. 93 okay. A very famous movie star that I know, who I'm friends with and that I've interviewed, but I won't give you her name. She went under a surgery. And from the anesthesia, she lost half of her mind. Oh, no. It has come back. It right. takes a long time to come back. So there's hope that your mom might get some of it back. But anesthesia in older people, Right. That's why I don't take anesthesia. Right. Because well, I, I, I lost, if I lose half of my mind, there's no mind left at all. <laughs> I, she, there was there's something really funny that she, she says lots of funny things because we, we have a laugh about it because she sometimes doesn't recognize me. She gets a bit confused, which is fine. But I had a friend with me one night when I was dropping in to make sure she was okay and make her a cup of coffee. And I introduced my friend who said, hello, I'm a friend of Anthony's. And my mom said to her, Oh, he's my second favorite son, you know. 
Now, <laughs> the reason that's funny is because I'm an only child. I don't right. have a brother. <laughs> so I'm not even first, and there's only one of me. <laughs> It was well, so funny. I think it's beautiful that how how well you take you know that you take such good care of your mother. I, I think that's yeah. very admirable. Well, that's European, or actually, England is not Europe, but that's foreign. Uh, American people uh, sort of were told, put them in a home. It's better for the better for them in a home because they're with the same people. They're fed properly, bathed properly, and cared for properly. Have you ever been to homes and seen aging people mm -hmm. in homes? It's not what they said. No. They all are miserable. They want to come home. They cry and they die very early in life. Jimmy's dad was put in an extremely expensive home. It was like $4,000 a month. No, or $10,000 $10, a month. Ooh. And he hated it. Or he had his own room, a television, right. a nurse. But what good was it? He wasn't yeah. with family and stuff. Absolutely. So that's one of the really important reasons that, that she's still at home and, and I spend... Uh, as much as time as I can with her because I want her to know that she's loved and that she's safe and and life is as normal as possible. She has a cigarette, a cup of coffee and uh, and, a, and a chat and I play her a song and we watch some television together and you know, it's, it's yeah, something you should that tell her to stop smoking <laughs> <laughs> at her age. Wait, it could kill her yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at 92. Yeah. Oh, God bless her. Good for her. She's going to get better. You know, they do come around. Yeah. The brain repairs itself. It takes well, a long time. Well, um, thank you, um, Ron. I'm, I, I'm there to just give her that environment to be able to come back to if she can, or just to let her know that she's loved every day, if that's what it is. I love right, it. Just don't wear this outfit when you visit her. <laughs> I love it. So what is on the necklace? What is on the charm? It's just a little green emerald. It's um, I like to say it channels my positive energy and sends it out in a beam around uh, around me as I walk around. Oh, it I love it. So I don't know if it does or not, but I believe it does. So that's the important thing for me. It does. It does. Anything that shines from you. Remember this, anything that if you any, any kind of a thing you wear that shines from you projects to somebody near you, it does project your energy. Right. It, it, it enforces it. It makes it stronger. So here's what we're going to do. Well, I'm gonna excuse play. me. Wait, big mouth. You always cut me off. <laughs> well, you you finished, know what? I wish I didn't see him. You finished the store. You, fin you had a <laughs> no, I didn't. I'm, I'm going into a whole new thing of interest. Nobody cares what you say. I mean, really. <laughs> anyway, when fortune tellers look into a crystal ball. All right. It's yeah. your it's your energy that's they're seeing you through the ball. It's your right. energy. Now you may speak, Mr. Big Shot. Okay, so we're gonna play the video. Hopefully we're not gonna have any problems. Good with thing YouTube. I love him so much. And, right? um, the well, name of the song him, is I Let leave. Your Heart Begin to Sing. So I yes. want I want you to actually introduce it and then this is the first time with our new engineer Juan. He's playing a video, so Juan will, will play the video and then we'll come back. Um, so Fantastic. don't go anywhere. All right, so you introduce it and Juan, hopefully you got it ready. We're going with the first song, first Let Your song. Heart Begin to Sing. Go. Okay, so uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is my brand new single. It's called Let Your Heart Begin to Sing, and this is the video for it.
Hey, everybody, that was Let Your Heart Begin to Sing by Tony Moore. And I want to say, besides the song being absolutely terrific, the video is good. The video is amazing. Like, the way you create videos is extremely It's really cool. an interesting video. I enjoyed it. Thank you. Well, that <clears throat> so that's just me in my front room, same room that I did the last video in with about um, six square feet of green screen behind me. And then the rest is all public domain footage from the 30s, 40s, and 50s. Terrific. Um, and I kind of work out how to insert myself into the video. I love it with the, with the old guy and the lady. That's a famous painting. It is. And it's, it's that kind of the, the, the farmer and his wife just staring into Usually space. Usually he has that, a pitchfork or something, yes. I think. Uh, yeah. I, I forgot the name of the artist. The artist is the American artist. There was yeah. a, a, a um, game called Masterpiece, though, back in the day. And that know, was one it, of the cards it, in it. That's how I know it. It's, it somebody out in the chat room the name of the artist that did that very famous artist i also love the rockwell thing with was it rockwell norman rockwell i believe oh. oh it could have been i love the thing with the guy and then he gets into the suitcase and the suitcase yes. goes flying <laughs> through the sky so so who was the only one i didn't really like who was the lady uh the lady doing on the phone or whatever like doing oh yeah well thing. i don't know uh, this is basically this is funny. really this is old public domain footage i thought maybe right. it was somebody famous that we should just no. know Okay. Uh, it's from a movie, but it's probably a, it's probably a B or a C movie. And all I've done really is I've tried to find some places where their lip movement is very similar, and then I've done a bit of sneaky editing and speeding up and slowing down of scenes to try and match it so that it looks like they're singing along. I think it was fabulous, and everybody in the chat room like loves it. I yeah, like it, and that's on the level. And of course, my mum makes a little special guest appearance in there in two places. Yes, I saw that too. I was wondering if that I was your mom. Yeah, I wasn't sure that was your mother. Yeah, that's but awesome. That's so at ninety-two, she's in a movie. How do you like exactly. that? Exactly. <laughs> Goes to show you at any age you can film. <laughs> yes, yeah, so fame has arrived quickly. <laughs> as long as your son is the producer, and in my case, I work all these movies because I sleep with the producer. Oh, there you I, go. I think. Cindy wrote that she thinks that the painting is called American Gothic. It is American yeah. Gothic. Yeah. That's what it's called. Good job, no, it's, Cindy. It's Norman Rockwell's American Gothic. There you go. So I think it's phenomenal. I'm sure it'll be a, a hit. Everybody's going to like love it. And I think when people, you know, know the, the meaning behind that's one cool thing about all your, you know, your music always has a very positive, uplifting message in all the things that you do. And I think that's a, a, a big plus. That's important. We, you, need, we need it today because the last time we were on we played never uh never gonna say goodbye which we're gonna play like later also because that also had such a fabulous message you know to it so everything that you do now jimmy how come uplifting. we're not getting thrown off the air because we're playing music um i, I well we don't know what'll happen at the end of this yet <laughs> i mean they, still make, isn't this they might make it that they don't have it also they might because he's not on a major label uh, you know so he puts this music out on his own so we might i really be okay think the communists that. are taking over our country yeah. I'm starting to feel like I'm in a communist country. Really, we're losing all of our rights, our right, our freedom of speech. If you're a yeah. Republican, you're not allowed to say it because they kill you. I mean, it's ridiculous. And music, we can't use. It's your music. How much is I gas know. in the UK? We're very. Money. We're approaching two pounds per liter. So, as a liter's less than a gallon, right? Oh or yeah, I think there's maybe three liters in a gallon, maybe. Oh shit! So, and how much is Maybe two pounds more. in American dollars? Yeah, oh, it's about two dollars. Okay, so so three, so it's like six dollars a gallon. So, yeah, we're we're getting towards kind of between six and eight dollars a gallon, I guess. Yeah, that's what we are too. Yeah. In California, it's cheaper on the East Coast, but in California, it's mm -hmm. it's going up. We just saw somebody post it. It was like seven seventy nine. 
Uh, so it's kind of expensive, but uh, you got to love it. So well, who? Like I said, now when I work Hollywood Boulevard, I charge my Johns extra. This <laughs> yeah. So who like as an older, as an old, I'm, obviously when you were younger, you're different. Now the music that you're putting out is very like pop Rocky. Do you have any people that you listen to now that are like now kind of like musicians that, that you think are really good and, and, and maybe even influence you a little bit? Um, I'm not sure about influence. Uh, there's some fantastic young singers. Uh, there's a guy called Sam Fender, who is amazing. Um, young British artist that if you haven't heard, he's not a superstar yet, but in the UK, he's, he sells out big shows and people really love him. And, you know, when he has that breakthrough big hit, it, it will be massive because he is so good. Um, I wrote it I, down you know, so I can go look him up. Yes. <laughs> But you know, I, there's a lot of artists that I program because, as you know, the other one of the other hats I wear through these two venues is supporting new and emerging talent. And I've got to tell you, there's some incredible young artists out there. Um, there's a, a, a girl called Sam Fire. It's all one word: S A M F I R E. Who's brilliant? Um, makes very special music. There's um, and of course Ilo, who's the artist that I've been working with for the last few years, writing and, and producing with her, who's got a stunning voice. So I'm inspired by talent, not necessarily stylistically, but just by people's talent and energy. Do you listen to hip hop at all? Um, probably not a lot. Good, really. good, good. I know because there's one guy. I, I'm pretty sure he's from the UK because I saw the reason I, I found him was I was looking at the the, the BBC like radio charts. Right. And uh, Jack Harlow, do you know? Have you ever heard of Jack Harlow? It, no, and and to be honest, I don't really listen to a lot of mainstream stuff again because I'm always putting <clears throat> uh, indie, immersed in new music and new artists, and so kind of full of that that I I never really have a chance to listen to mainstream anything really. Well, how do they dare call hip hop music? It's not music hip hop. It's sound with voice. We're talking. <laughs> I mean, where, where's the music? I love it. Although. Not because he's a friend of mine, but there's a young kid in America who really is a good rapper. And his name is what? Young Zuck. I know his real name, Mark. Okay. But Young Zuck is really good because I I, listen, I, I didn't want to hurt his feelings. So I thought, oh, another piece of shit I have to listen to. But I'll be <laughs> nice. No, I'll, be, I'll, I'll just smile and go, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. well, I was amazed because he had music. His music was good. Oh, he, sing, he sings and raps both. So but his rap and his rap wasn't it, he, he, only because he rapped to music. It made me happy. But right. most of the rap is just rap to um, boom, 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 boom. He's going to be like you know the next I mean? Justin Bieber. He's, he's and he's really good. Right. And I, 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 so I think the rappers out there should really have music. And if you haven't got a voice to sing, talk. But it's OK. <laughs> no, 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 I know plenty of Broadway stars. Angela Lansbury, for one, who was not a great singer, but spoke talks uh, yeah. lauren bacall my buddy she was in applause and lauren can't sing a note but she talked it right. but the music was good i like love it so, so as long as the music is good you can get away with it so how was it opening up for duran duran because they're about one of the most iconic bands you could I like, ever i like duran you could duran. ever yeah. like work with well it was uh it was amazing for, for two reasons one is because you you just all these songs are part of your history right mm. they were there at the beginning of mtv all those incredible videos that just um really launched them around the world and um so everything from hungry like the wolf to rio to mm. girls on film it's just you know every song is, is such a hit but 
but I also have a friend who plays guitar in the band, a guy called Dom, who I've known for years. So he was really surprised to see me. He's going, Tony, what are you doing here? And I'm well, I'm opening for you tonight. It was a big outdoor festival in Malta. And it happened at a time, I think it was 2008, when I actually had a TV series in Malta called Let's Talk Music, uh, where I would get uh, people from the UK and from Malta, producers, songwriters, all kinds of people each week. And there'd be a panel and we take a different subject each week. We might talk about publishing one week or we might talk about uh, radio production or we might talk about songwriting and have an invited audience. And I would perform two songs in the show. And I, I had quite a following in Malta, people who knew me. It's not the biggest country in the world, it has to be said. Um, but uh, basically through that, uh, I was invited to open for them. I had just such a great time. It was an amazing day. I like love My that. daughter did our family history tree, and we found out that we're part Maltese. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's not you, uncommon. Italy, you must, Malta. You know. <laughs> As I understand it, there's more Maltese living in Australia than in Malta itself. They, they travel a lot. <laughs> Malta is very small. But yeah. if, you, if you're a strong swimmer, you could swim from Genoa to Malta. <laughs> I like love it. So, so then also, though, then it's like like uh, like for, well, for me, Cutting Crew was a huge band. Uh, and the yeah. fact that you, you know, and they do have that that I just died in your arms tonight. It's probably like one of the most iconic songs of the that's the 80s, right? Yeah, absolutely. Of the 80s. Everybody like knows it. So so how was it like because I'm, I'm a big Bengals fan. Like, did you get to actually like oh, hang out with all the different bands? Of course, I got so we our first first night in in America was in New Orleans uh, because the the second night we were opening for the Bengals at the zoo there they had a big stage a big open air amphitheater at the zoo and um, it the rain came so badly that we managed to finish our set and then they cancelled the whole show so the Bengals didn't get to play oh shit. Um, <laughs> So, so that was literally a washout for them. But then we drove overnight to uh, to Houston, uh, opened for them at the Astrodome, had an amazing show. And then the next night we were in Dallas and we had a night off and we all went out for dinner and drinks. And we played, I was there with, well, they were all there, but I think I was playing with Mickey. Um, this this game, it's a bit like a, like a temp in bowling, but with a little skittle thing in a bar and just drinking and playing the game. And I didn't realize how much I drank. It just because the game was, we were all having fun and hanging out. Yeah, that's a good, so, excuse, good excuse. I was so drunk. I have no idea how I got back to the hotel. And I woke up the next morning as they were banging on the door for us to check out. It's like, how did I get, what even happened? Well, we had a lot of fun hanging out with them. They were great musicians and they were good fun. And, um, you know, again, Bangles all hit records, right? Every single song is a massive hit they had. And I think, like, Eternal Flame is, like, one of the best ballads of the 80s. Like, it's just, like, my favorite ballad of the 80s, just about. Uh, so I think that, like, I would love, actually, I'm going to see, I'm going to follow them and see if we can get them to come on the show. I really I love, love Jimmy Starr. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> but the Bangles are, like, freaking, like, he's and cute. Huey Lewis is so great. And he's so oh, iconic. I like Louis, Huey Lewis. Yeah, he we we opened for him at the um, in Orange County at the uh, what's the massive um, stadium in Orange County, um, whatever it is the the the, the Enormo Dome or whatever they call it. But okay. um, his band, he and his band, are just like one of the best things I've ever seen because they've been playing together for so long, and they are so good. It's like they don't even think about what they're doing. They just that that flow of music coming through. Amazing singer, very tall. I'm very good at basketball. You'd like to shoot lots of hoops before the game. And I I tried to shoot a few hoops and I'm short. I 
So I didn't stand a chance. Also, though, I hear even now Huey Lewis sells out like immediately when he goes on tour. And he's he got to be up there in he's the years. Be, like, yeah, he's got to be up there. Because he was from my day practically. Yeah. A little bit after me. But, you know, when you when you have that kind of heritage of hit songs, it, it lasts forever. It, whether it's Fleetwood Mac or whether it's the Bangles. Or, or Johnny Mathis. Well, Johnny Mathis, yeah. If you have I mean, a catalog, your favorite singer, isn't it, Ron? Johnny is 86 and he's still yeah. doing concerts and people are still running to see him. I yeah. would be one. And I know him. I've met him three times. And right. I love him. But I would run to hear him in a minute. So, you know, if you're good, you live, you last forever. If you're yeah. a one night stand, well, that's it. You know, one of these guys here today, gone tomorrow, one hit. But Johnny Mantis has had how many hits? Millions of hits. So wait, so who are you? Like, if you have a bucket list, because you've actually played with some really huge ass people, um, and you've been in these huge ass, you know, bands. If 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 you were gonna go on tour and you could take any three bands or singers or whatever performers with you, and you guys were all gonna perform, who would be your three people that you would like love to perform with? Okay, it would be Peter Gabriel. Oh my God! Doesn't he have a new album coming out? Yeah, and I think he's on tour, isn't he? I think there's yeah. a tour coming up. Yeah. Um, absolutely, Peter Gabriel, without a doubt. Uh, do, do they have to still be with us? or can it No, be they a, can a, be a, anybody. Since it's all yeah. hypothetical, you can pick anybody okay, you so, want. So but not somebody it. that you've already played with, unless that's somebody no. you want to play again with. No. So it's easy, right? It's uh, Peter Gabriel. It's, it's Bowie. Oh, yeah. And, oh, Bowie, yeah. And it's John Lennon. Right. Oh, I, that's the only one I wouldn't pick. Really? <laughs> I mean, I get how iconic the Beatles are and everything, but I guess for me, it wouldn't be as it isn't as iconic. I uh, like David Bowie. He was weird. His music was weird. His voice was weird, but he, but his weirdness was appealing. Well, there's a, an amazing movie coming out, a doc, kind of documentary, but uh, it, it, it won some big awards in Cannes this year, and it's called Moon Age Daydream, um, and I think it's definitely going to be. Uh, um, a movie. I want to see it, but everything I've heard about it is amazing. Oh, see, I would love it's about that. David Bowie. About, yeah, exactly. I, I'll watch. I'll see it. I liked him. Do you my actually, favorite song was what? A I, blue, I don't some blue suede shoes. Or no, something? I put on your red heels, oh, yeah. baby. What was that song? Put on your red shoes and dance the blues. Oh, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's dance. Oh, I put love on your red shoes and yeah. dance. The blues. <laughs> <laughs> I love that song. I still get crazy from That's it. It's a great song. Oh, if I hear it now, I gotta get up and move. I can't. Did sit. you ever play with Simple Minds? No, but um, I've kind of crossed paths in different ways. So um, Mel, who was the drummer, um, he he did uh, um, a show at the Bedford with his solo stuff, but never never did the same thing or been in the same space as the whole band. It's so funny to me because it seems like all the biggest 80s bands were not American. Tears for Fears, you know. Yeah. Uh, no, it was the, they called it the British Invasion. I thought that this was earlier. Is, that's what they well, called it here in America. The second invasion. The we came again. Yes. No, but they called it the are even, British are the Bengals, Invasion. Are the Bengals American or are they British? They're, they're American, but they were very influenced by British music. Okay. So I think one of their first hits was called Going Down to Liverpool, wasn't it? Um, yeah. And there was, you know, there was something about them. There was like almost like a British punk band, girl punk band. You well, know, the, the Beatles put uh, music on the map for England. I mean, yeah. who the, America, it was Dinah Shaw, you know, people like that. I, I, I tend, but, I tend to think though that for the second invasion, it was MTV that opened the door because we had such colourful artists. So if you think of, as we mentioned, Duran Duran or Culture Club, 
right? Yeah, Boy George is awesome. I wonder if Culture Club would have been as successful if they hadn't had the videos to carry the image that was so powerful. I think oh, so. I don't think so. Oh, I think so. Th that, that, he had a great You beat. had AHA. Isn't AHA? No, oh, yeah. He, he had well, a they, they, they were Norwegian. Oh, okay. He had, he had a wonderful sound. Uh, he still does. Yeah, I, I liked his music, Boy George. It was good. Good music. What a cool thing, had, though, that you were in an iconic band. You're in, in such an iconic band from the you know, 80s and that you're still George doing on? stuff. I don't know. I thought we were supposed to have Boy George on. Somebody, <laughs> no, years ago, remember, somebody said they could get us Boy George. And then it went. We went, could try. He's busy because he's, he's he's a coach on The Voice uh, yeah. Australia. Do they ever ask you to be a coach on any of those shows? No. You should totally do it. Would you do it if you were asked? No. No? Uh, you don't, do you not like any of those? I, I love no. them. I only like the blind auditions. I don't ever yes. watch it after that. I just watch the blind auditions. Yeah, I, I, for me, it's a it's a TV program, right? And so I, it it has a different and agenda. And it's fixed. It's all fixed. It may or may not be. Oh, yeah, absolutely, it's definitely <laughs> fixed. It's definitely. I don't know. I but swear I, by it. I I quite like being in my world, doing doing things that I can for artists at a, at a stage where no one else is interested in helping them because they're too young and too um, too new. And um, for me, there's a, there's a great sense of um, purpose to be able to do that. And I also like just doing my own thing, my own way. I'm just, you know, I've got, I'm a bit long in the tooth. I like to, you know, I, I think I find it hard to fit in with a program like that. How, how old are you? Oh, old enough. No, <laughs> you said long in the tooth. Is that, oh, is that what that means? Older? Yeah, I don't even yeah. know what that meant. Yeah. I was like getting ready to ask, what does that mean? No. So I'm, <laughs> eight, I'm, eight, I'm 82. Oh, what am no, I? Long in the dentures? Watch out for the fangs. Fangs for the memory. Fangs, fangs for the memory, right? Actually, <laughs> Dave Hughes says you're 63. Yeah, he might be right. <laughs> so you're a baby. You're a baby. Thank you, Dave Hughes. <clears throat> uh, now he wrote 76 after that. Oh. <laughs> Dave Hughes is like uh, like a DJ in, in England. He says you guys need to talk. So right. you, can, you can follow him. Oh, so you, can, you, can, you can get Tony, you guys. He's on Instagram, at Tony yeah. Moore. Um, you, you can also get him on Twitter, Tony Moore with a number one, and TonyMooreMusic.com. Yeah. So what else you got going on? So what's going on at your club tonight? Uh, oh, tonight. So the owner of the club that I work with, the, the guy that uh, took it, um, kind of gave me the gig to turn it into a venue. His sister works in um, radio and promotion and press and PR, and it's her 25th anniversary of her company. So we're oh. having that party tonight. So uh, there's about 200 people, uh, two doors away, uh, drinking, eating, dancing, and having a great time. And are um, you playing? Are you going to play for them or no? No, it's just, just DJs tonight. Okay, but, just uh, DJs. Do you yeah, DJ also or no? No, no. That's that's another skill that, that it I is. Yeah, But they could play your music. A DJ could play they your music. They could do. That's true. You know, so but tell them. Slip them my, 10 bucks and say, here, play my song. <laughs> <laughs> so my other my other passion right now is um, is an album that I, I think I mentioned this last time, but I, I wrote and recorded an album just over a year ago called Awake, which is a, a concept mm -hmm. album. It has... If, if you put it in the pocket that says Pink Floyd, War of the Worlds, kind of Alan Parsons project, sort of extended pieces of music, very visual, it will give you an idea, although it's not like any of those really. Um, I haven't released the music because it's, it's a big album to release, but I created the live show that goes with it that I've been doing every month for a year and every month it's full. And I've had some people come to every single show, which is 19 shows so far. Wow. And... 
so that's my big project because it's it's a very immersive show. I'm playing guitar, keyboards, piano. It's a one man show, but it's a whole journey. It's an hour and a half, and it's um, something that I'm very passionate about getting it to another level and eventually bringing it to the states. So now I will you, keep you posted. Oh, that's you good. mentioned Pink Floyd. I am so happy to say that for my birthday. Scott Page, who's saxophone player for Pink Floyd, was, yes. played Happy Birthday to oh Ron. Wow. So what a thrill that was to have yeah. Scott play Happy Birthday to me on his saxophone. Absolutely. Scott Page is probably one of our dearest and best friends. He's a wonderful guy. Did you know Scott? Uh, only by name. Oh, you should meet him. He, you'd love him. He's, oh, a, yeah, he's we, just a sweetie we pie. We can introduce you to all those people. Yeah, he's, love all he's those, just a kind, good-nate, not affected at all. And his wife... He's like you. And Yeah, and his wife is yeah. a dream. I love her. John Wayne, I love her. <laughs> her name is Wayne. I call her John Wayne. <laughs> I have no, nicknames for I think for that everybody. you would like lo love it. So, 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 Tony, what's going on in your love life? Anything exciting? Love life? Well, I, I've worked out that in order to have a love life, you have to have time... To, to actually meet someone and spend time with them. And uh, as I'm running two venues and I've got a, an, um, uh, this musical that I've got happening and looking after my mom right now, that's that's kind of on the side. If, if I meet someone who understands that I have very little time, that might be wonderful. But until until she appears on the horizon, I'm quite happy doing it. Yeah, but I'm you got to right. meet a girl that's going to be with you in everything you do. Yes, Otherwise, exactly. you're not going to make it with it. It'll, it'll end. Yeah. So find somebody that's in your racket. <laughs> I'm sure there are millions of girls that like you. I mean, you're good looking. Take the glasses off. Maybe that'll help. I can't there see you now. Well, that doesn't matter. <laughs> Girl, girls don't make passes at guys that wear glasses. That's not true. I think I love glasses. I yeah, have but like that's just because you're an old fag. No, but I I'm love talking, glasses. I'm talking I have about like girls. Pairs. I'm talking about girls. Girls no. don't want a four eyes. That's not true. Nobody wants to go out with four eyes. Come on. That's not true. How <laughs> handsome he is without the glasses. He looks good with the glasses, too. No, you look don't. like a rock star no matter what you do. And you everybody... look younger without the glasses. Thank, thank you, Jimmy. Get I contacts. Get contacts. Well, it's, it's reading glasses, unfortunately. So you two are just a little blur on my screen oh, right now. But yeah. I know what you look like. I, I, so have to only, I only have to wear them for reading. Yeah, and I, I have, I need them. I have, I had cataract surgery, so I've got 20/20 vision long way. Wow. Hey, I could, Claudia likes oh, glasses. Oh, I could so stand, there. I could stand in Palm <laughs> Springs and see New York with my vision, but I need glasses for close up. I like love it. So, but I never appear in glasses unless it's something in a movie I'm doing and I have to look old. When they want me to look old, I put no, seriously, right. I put glasses on. So, yeah. you guys, this is Tony Moore. You got to please like support him with his indie song, uh, Let Your Heart Begin to Sing. Watch the video, share it everywhere. Uh, I'm sure it's on all the streamable sites, yeah. right? Like Spotify, YouTube and, everywhere. and Spotify, YouTube. and everywhere. Yeah, and go download it. Um, listen to all his music. He's a super talent. Uh, so, when do you think you're going to release Awake? Well, probably not this year, um, because the the plan is to try and build the awareness first, a little bit like the kind of the Rocky Horror Picture Show concept, where the people who come and see it bring more people to come and see it because they right. enjoyed it so much. And then right. when there's a groundswell of people who are, are ready for an album, then I can then release it. do it that way around. Cause I'm an independent artist and this is a big project, right? So putting a single out every now and then like I'm doing is fun and it's nice and it can have a little impact, but to try and release what's a, a double or possibly even a triple album of music and as a concept is, it needs a proper machine around it to help it gain prominence. And that will start with having people who are already aware of it, I think. 
I'm I'll a firm guys, believer listen. in pre-publicity. I, you know, I'm in movies that say, don't mention it, don't give away the name, don't tell. I say, bullshit. Years ago, before a film was made, we knew all about it, couldn't wait to see it. I Absolutely. feel pre-publicity sells. Yeah, I agree. I, you're doing a smart thing. Very smart. Tony. Also, you guys, last time I think Tony was on, uh, we also played Route 66, his remake yeah. of Route 66. So you can sh check that one out. Um, actually, just check out all the stuff by going to TonyMoreMusic.com. He's a super talent. He's a super nice guy. Women, he's single. You can like <laughs> hit on him. No, and he's, follow and, him in his social media. And he's really somebody you should have in your collection. Absolutely. Thank Definitely. You. No, don't thank me. I'm saying I'm not bullshitting you. If I didn't like you or your music, I would keep my mouth shut. <laughs> uh, no, really, really. I mean, I have him in our collection. I don't know where he is, but <laughs> we, no, we have about a, my phone. We have about a million. Right. And, and if you if you're in my car, it's like winning an Academy Award. And your song, I think 66 is in my car. Because we play car. that when we drive on the highway to L.A. So you're in my uh, you're in my collection, which is quite an honor because not he doesn't like a lot of music no 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 <laughs> you know what you know why tony i've been around since the uh swing bands of the 40s right glenn miller to uh the beatles and beyond so i really know music you know i grew up with it all my life and and i basically have good talent about what it hits i know what stinks and what works i love 66 how's that doing is it selling 66 Route 66. Yeah, but you know, it, 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 I love that. So I think it's great. It's my favorite. It's kind of done what it's going to do for the time being. And then we'll, we'll, we'll see as, you know, as, as things progress, people will start discovering things that they didn't know about me as, as I kind of try and raise the profile a bit. And then there's also this back catalog for people to experience well, and enjoy. They haven't found it why, yet. Why didn't, why didn't we I play always it? do why, that. Why didn't we play 66? Because the other one was the new song. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah, but the new song's not out yet. So yeah, what's it? Yeah, it's all oh, out. It, it is. is. Yeah, it came out on June 3rd. Oh, good. everybody buy it. It's out. There you go. All right. So, Tony, real quick, um, say something nice for B. Claudia because she's like, she's like, got to be like your biggest fan on the planet. Mm -hmm. And uh, go ahead. B. Claudia, uh, thank you so much for all the lovely, kind things you said the last time I was on the show and for all the support. And I'm so glad that you're here again. Uh, it, it means the world to me that, that you're interacting and sending me such great messages. So, thank you for being on my side. I appreciate it a lot. Yeah, now, if you're fabulous. a really good guy, uh -huh. you'll make a little note with a photograph and send it to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. She'll, uh, she'll download this anyway. No, do, so it, do, it, do a selfie <laughs> and just say something sweet to be because she really is your biggest She's fan. already, like, buying shit. She, like, yeah. buys everything. <laughs> no, I mean, she's really, know. really, she loves you. She's your she's, biggest. Now she says she's crying. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, seriously. Please, Pony, that's for me and Jimmy. Send her a selfie, you know, take it I on your cell phone <laughs> and send it to her with I love you or something <laughs> because she loves you. You got she, like really, she, she thinks your music is like the best. So in the world. everybody, this is Tony Moore. He's really a super talent. And on top of the fact that he's such a wonderful musician, he's just a really good guy, everybody. So please support him he and all he's doing. Guy. We wish you the best of luck with the Camden Thank Club you. and everything going on there. Um, anytime you have stuff to, to, to bring out, please let us know. We'll bring you back. Everybody like loves you. And uh, and so we'll talk to you soon. Go to your party and enjoy. So nice seeing and, you again, yeah. Tony. And we're I gonna play. It. We're gonna play. Never gonna say goodbye in a minute once you're right. on. So, so we'll thank you, Jimmy. More. Thank you, Ron. It's Good. been great thank to see you. So Good seeing you. Have a good party. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. -bye. And B. Claudia says thank you like a million times to you. No, I mean to it's true. Bye, bye, Tony. She loves bye -bye. him. So I would send a picture of me. There you, you know. go.
Like Eileen um, Shapiro, you write that I love you, Eileen. She sends you a picture of her without a bra. So I also want to really want to thank Cindy, Lady Lake, and Eileen because they're the ones who told me that Tony has a new single out and that we should bring him back on. So thank you, you guys, for looking out for us. We appreciate it. You guys are the best. And uh, and in, in in the spirit of Tony Moore, we're gonna do a little uh, another another song. This is a song that we played the last time he was on. It's really a great song. It's called "Never Gonna Say Goodbye." So go Never ahead, gonna, go ahead, Juan, take it, like it away. One? No, it's not that Never one. Never gonna this say. I released my grip. And let you ride alone And saw you sail off down the road And all these many years I've watched you as you've grown You made my heart so proud it glowed But comes a time When we must all let go not gonna say goodbye Not even gonna try Cause you will always be In every memory Not gonna say farewell I think that you can tell The love is always there You know it's everywhere I'm never gonna say That asked, did I do good? I tell no lies. Well, yes, you did wonderfully. But comes a time when we must all let go. Not gonna say goodbye, not even gonna try. Cause you will always be in every memory. Not gonna say farewell I think that you can tell The love is always there You know it's everywhere Not gonna say goodbye Not even gonna try Cause you will always be In every memory Not gonna say farewell I think that you can tell The love is always there You know it's everywhere I'm never gonna say 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 everybody so that was tony moore he really is a super talent um you know and what a resume he's got cutting crew and 
um, Cutting Crew and Iron Maiden, you know, really huge bands. So uh, we're really happy to have them on the show and glad you are happy, B. <laughs> Astro keeps you. pulling my earplugs out. Astro, leave my earplugs Oh, I have to look something up too, real quick. But it's all good. So hope everybody, hope everybody's doing well with everything that's going on in the world today. And uh, I want to thank everybody for always tuning in. And if you leave us a review on, on, excuse me, on iTunes, leave it on because we're up there twice. Make sure you leave it on the one that's got the thousand reviews on it because that's the one we're building. So leave the reviews. We're so happy. I think we have a thousand fifteen reviews on iTunes now. Wow, that's good. We huh? didn't have. We had a. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know. We only had we had like seven before I started asking people. Well, to you know, do it. we we go out to five million people. So if you really think about it, that's not a lot. No, but it's it's you know, getting five, people. Five, five. We should have at least a million reviews. Getting getting five. people though to like leave reviews isn't so so easy. Yeah, people haven't got the time, or they don't care. I agree. But if you care, and if you want us to be around for longer, give us reviews. That's right, and um, so it's all good. And I was looking for something real quick. So talk. I go to work soon. I think I said this already. Am I getting like senile? In a couple of weeks, I go to work on Clowny and I play a grandfather. And it's really funny because, you know, I'm 82 years old and playing a grandfather should be easy. But the producer of the movie said to me, Ron, could you try to look old? And I thought, wow, what a compliment. Try to look old. So I was letting my eyebrows change, you know, make them white and do all that jazz. And I did that and it looked terrible. So I'm going to be me. You know, there are 82. I am 82 and this is what I look like. So it's real. <laughs> you know, what am I supposed to look like? A vegetable? You know, some kind of a thing in it, it like this crepit old creep. There are 82 people, 82 year old people that look like me. So I'm going to be me. Also, everybody, uh, if you like follow me on social media, so I'm working on a new film uh, and I can tell you the name of it is going to be called Dog Moon and it's going to be mm -hmm. different than other horror movies because there's 24 characters and everybody in it is going to be an iconic person from the 80s, 90s and today. I can't tell you who's going to be in it yet, I'm um, in it. Um, but we do have some really <laughs> big people that we're interested in putting in it and if if you're a friend of mine and you got any ideas of people who were iconic in the 80s or 90s or the 2000s, let me know because uh, we're starting to put together the cast list for it and it's going to be really very unusual and different. Instead of having just one star like everybody wants it, we're going to have 24 stars and uh, and each one will have a cool following and therefore it can be from any genre television movies music and it'll be cameos um, so they don't have to give a lot of time and uh actually no they're not cameos? they're all characters there's like oh full full like characters full, yeah. set, full speech characters yeah most of them are full characters especially oh. there's like 15 of them that are major characters in the film so am i be major or my cameo no you're a major oh, i'm a major what yeah, do i play I, don't, I, don't, I can't tell you, you I, can't tell i'm not that. talking about that probably yet. a wise guy a tough guy oh, look at b claudia says first of all b you're gonna know several of the people in it because some a lot of the people that have been on this show uh are going to be cast uh in the film so I That's think you good. guys will like it a lot. And uh, so we're working on it and we're putting it together and and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. And it's going to be a trilogy. So there's going to be three movies. So when do the, we shoot it? I'm, when I get the money, but I got to put together the cast first. <laughs> OK, uh, OK. Uh, it's one of those could have, should have, what is. Oh, are, are we? Well, I've got more interest in this than any other film that I'm working on. So uh, well, what about the, the pilot? People? 
Huh? The pilot film, the film that you shot. The, yeah, that's uh, a that's a TV series. That's different. That's oh, that's not a movie. That's a, no, TV? It's a TV series. Yeah, I'm in that too, right? And I, oh, I you, tell you, you sleeping with, we're sleeping with the producer. It's so easy. Oh, V. Claudia says Tom Selleck. He probably wouldn't do it because it's a horror movie. No, Tom Selleck. But well, anyway, we won't talk about Tom Selleck. I, I love Tom Selleck. I think he's <clears> fabulous, but but he won't probably do it. Um, that's a good one though. Richard Dean Anderson. He might be too old though, because there aren't Who? too many. There aren't too many older people Who'd roles. Richard Dean Anderson. You don't know who that is. Uh, that's There's MacGyver. Another uh, Richard Anderson? Yeah. Like my buddy who passed away, Richard Anderson? So these um, the think people that can be like in maybe not older than 50-ish or 55-ish because it's, you know, it's a fight movie. They're going to be in the military and stuff. So it can't be like fat people because, unfortunately, they wouldn't be realistic and believable that they're like fat people in the military that can run around and chase a werewolf. <laughs> now you're giving <laughs> but the it's going to be away. fun. Um, so anyway, we're going to bring on our next guest. Um, I've never met her before, but we had her father on two weeks ago, Gary Levitt. He's the guy who did all the voices that Ron enjoyed Loved and I enjoyed him. so much. So we're going to bring her Loved on. His him. daughter's name is Renee, and she's a singer. Hello, hello. hello. Hi, how are you? Oh, we're good. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. I'm happy oh. to be here. So it's Renee Levitt, right? That's how we pronounce it? Yes, okay, you're right. Good. I just wanted to make sure we had it. So we're going to like introduce you guys. All right, everybody. Now I want to introduce you to country music's next big name, Renee Levitt. Hello and welcome to the show. Uh, hi, thank you. It's glad to be here. We're going to have a lot of fun. Let me first start off by introducing you to my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Uh, hi, nice to meet you. Your dad gave us such a good show. I love him. Say hi to him. Say hi to him when you when you're off the air. Now let's hear what you've got to Hold say. Hold on, wait, wait. Say hi. We have a chat room full of people. Say hi to everybody in the Hello, chat room. Hello, everyone in the chat. How's it going? There you go. It's going great. We're having a great time. So tell us now, where actually are you? Where do you live? Um, so I live right north of Boston, Massachusetts. Um, so it's a little town called Woburn, and I I don't know. What do you want to hear about me? Do you want to hear about my singing? <laughs> <laughs> So actually, uh, you guys can follow. You look like your father, you know. People tell oh, you I don't that. Like that. <laughs> no, you do. You got the same teeth and smile. Uh, well, thank you. Your father had a beautiful smile. You didn't think so? He yeah, does. Have he a does. Smile. He's got a, a like a, like a happy smile. You have a happy face smile too. Thank I, you. I never had a smile. I smile. I look like I'm angry. I have a sneer, and I always love people that watch me smile. A sneer, like Joan Crawford, sneer. Listen to but you. you have a happy smile. So you guys, Renee is a singer, singer-songwriter, right? Yes, I write Sing my own songs. Singer-songwriter. Her her website is actually thereneelevitt.com, but you got to make sure you spell Levitt right. It's L-E-A-V-I-T-T.com. It's up on the screen. Um, so how long have you been singing? Uh, so I've been singing since I was about three years old, watching my dad perform. Uh, he impersonated Bruce Springsteen when I was younger. So I really just loved listening to music and singing along with it. Um, and then when I was eight years old, I entered a singing competition and I got second place in my age group. So from there, it was just every single day I was belting tunes, singing in the car. And it's my life. Singing is my I life. I think your father told us this. Story. Wait a second. Did you, you? So wait a sec. Did you? Did you like Bruce Springsteen back then, or do you like I Bruce Springsteen? Did. Yeah, I think, yeah. I liked him because he resembled my father, or my father resembled him. So. I think "Born to Run" was is one of the greatest albums of all time. Um, and and I, I don't like all his music, but for me, "Born to Run," I can listen to it over and over and over and over. The, the whole every song on the album is fantastic. So I like that you like 
you know, that you like him. So eight years old, you decided you're going to be a singer. Yep. I decided I was going to be a singer. I entered a singing competition. I sang Both Sides Now by Judy Collins, and I got second place in my age division, which was super amazing. Um, I thought somebody else sang Both Sides Now. Who else sang it? I thought some the girl who did the Olympics, I thought also. Maybe there's two people who did Both Sides Now. There might be different versions of it, but I I sang the Judy Collins version. I like love that because that's a, such a phenomenal song. And that was the song for the Olympics a couple. Well, it must have been a long time ago. Well, many years ago, that was like the song they used for the Olympics, I believe. Um, and, and it's a great song. Um, OK, so you sang both, which is an unusual pick of a song for a child. Yeah, I mean, my dad and my mom really had a big sway on what I was listening to when I was younger. So I'd say it was their music taste that brought me to that song. So what kind of music do you listen? Uh, okay, so I know that first of all, I know I know that you did a gospel song. Oh, it's kind of a gospel song, and, and it's been a huge hit, very big and successful. But you're really a country singer. Like, what kind of music do you actually? If you were just sitting around and you weren't talking to us and you were listening to music, what kind of music do you listen to? Well, I have like a 36-hour playlist of a bunch of different songs um, that range from most genres. Um, I don't listen to rap music, but I will listen to most anything else. So it's probably going to be he rock. either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like hip-hop, but he doesn't like it either. So that's okay. Um, okay. Not so- music. It's just not music. It's today's idea of I haven't got talent, but I think I do, so I'm going to talk a song. You know, I'm used to Judy Garland. Voices. She's too Bob, young to. She's Bob too young to know who. Judy she Garland knows. Is. Everybody knows Judy Garland, Jimmy. If you don't know Judy Garland, you're dead. And Barbara Streisand, that voice, my God, it never ended. Did you think Barbara Streisand had a great voice? Um, you know, she definitely had a voice of her time. She was very good. You don't think she'd make it singing today? Um, I think there's a lot of people that try to make it sing that have amazing voices and just don't get anywhere because of publicity or because of marketing. They're old because they're old. Barbara Streisand's almost my age. She's like 81. When Barbara Streisand was young and she came out. She, what Basically, what she's saying is that, like, you've got to have something behind you to make it today because it's very difficult and it's very competitive. And so she might not today. If no, she I know was that. But, today. but do we have voices today out there? Compared to compare with Barbara Streisand, Johnny Mathis, or all the great singers. Do you know who Johnny Mathis is? Sure I does. do. I can't recall any of the songs off of the top of my head, but I've definitely listened to Johnny Mathis in the car with my dad before. Yeah, he's fabulous. Yeah, I mean, these they had voices that that Johnny Mathis is eighty six. He still has concerts sold out. Thousands of people sold out. So does Barbara. If Barbara ever went back to doing a concert. And she gets 500 bucks a ticket. She oh. could, you know, front row. She could really uh, sell out. So hold on. B. Claudia is one of our, uh, our our great friends who lives in Germany. She loves all the music people already. She's like looked you up and she's posting all kinds of stuff. And she told me that, that both sides now was at the 2010 Winter Olympics by Joni Mitchell. Have you ever heard of Joni Mitchell? I yep. have. Okay, so Joan, that's who I was thinking. Thank you, B. I was thinking Joni Mitchell. It's a great song, no matter who sings it. I just never, I didn't think I even knew Judy, Judy Collins sang it. So Judy Mitchell. So, uh, so here's what I want to do, real quick. I, so everybody can actually hear how you sing. I want to play your music, your new music video, so that way when we're talking, we know how fabulous and, and all the people listening actually know. And then we'll come back and talk about it. And if we get kicked off, it's not our fault. No, we won't. We won't. We won't get kicked off. I don't think so. This song, you we're guys, we're not allowed to play anybody's music. You know, um, that's sick. 
Yeah, they kicked us off. It's because it's, it's a YouTube thing. I mean, it's your it's YouTube. your music, and you give us permission, and we're not allowed. And we're not allowed to show it. it the world is getting nuts, baby. So tell us, tell everybody a little bit about this song that has taken off. Uh, sure. So it's called "Walk with the Big Guy." Um, I wrote it when I was in seminary school. Um, I just graduated Boston University with a master's degree um, in theology. So I really was feeling close to God while I was studying, and I decided that I wanted to be able to share that experience with other people. So I wrote this song, and it's about having a conversation with God. Okay, so uh, Juan, I'm going to have her actually like introduce it now for everybody, and then you play it, and you stay there, and we'll be right back so everybody can hear it. So All go right. ahead, introduce it to us. All right, you are listening to Walk with the Big Guy by Renee Levitt. There's twists and turns and highs and lows Sometimes I find myself alone and confused As the dark clouds roll in And the storms just won't end I realize there's only one place I'll find refuge I need to take a walk with the big guy Have a talk with the big guy I know he knows what I'm going through And he'll know just what to do All the wisdom in his words Soothes the pain and heals the hurt So I get down on my knees and close my eyes And take a walk with the big guy I just don't understand why I let things get out or why I think that I'm strong enough to do things my own way. But the truth is he knows all the depths of my soul. And when the day is done, I'll always run back to his saving grace. I need to take a walk with the big guy, have a talk with the big guy. I know he knows what I'm going
So that was Walk with the Big Guy by Renee Levitt. Your voice is beautiful. Everybody in the chat room like loves it. So and congratulations. That song will sell like mad. <laughs> the lyrics are wonderful. They're positive. They're uplifting. And in our times right now, the way the world is today, especially our country, we need to talk to the big guy. Somebody's got to talk to the big guy to get the record straight. <laughs> so I, I have a question. It's It said at the end of the video, I think it said, now I forgot the sequel. Did it say the sequel or something? What did it say at the end? Yeah, the sequel. So that's uh, my second album. Uh, very creative on the name there. Uh, my first album's called The Story. So I was like, well, I should. Oh, okay. Oh, so I didn't even know you have a whole album. Do you have, you have a whole album, like more than you have two albums out? Yeah, I have two albums. They're on Spotify, Apple Music. Um, all the big playing streaming services. So the story and the sequel. So you have two. I see. I didn't even realize that when we like had well, give you us the on. names clearly and slowly of the albums. Sure. Uh, so if you look up Renee Levitt, uh, you'll see the story and the sequel. Okay. And Good. so then are they like, so now are they, are they, are they, are they, are they gospel music or are they country music or are they a mix of everything? Cause you can hear the country in your voice when they're you're not, singing. They're not gospel. They're just uh, beautiful. I don't know what you, what would you, I, I wouldn't give them any title. They I would just to. say, everything is no, I would just say a beautiful song and a beautiful, no, really gospel is screaming more. No, everything and, I read about you on the internet said you were a kind of like more of a country singer though. And you can hear the country in your voice in that song, even though it's not necessarily a country song. Well, I so could, I would say she's a ballad singer in my day. We call it ballads. I mean, I mean Let's let her answer it. I'd say that the song Walk with the Big Guy is definitely Christian or leaning towards gospel yeah. music. Um, but the rest of the music that I sing is strictly country music. Uh, some would even call it maybe folk or bluegrass. Folk, 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 folk. Gospel is very loud. Gospel is a lot of hallelujah. Not anymore. Well, the old days. <laughs> well, gospel is gospel. What, so wait, who is They changed that too now? What they make it? Actually, did you? Because I, I actually, so I, I, I grew up with a sister who is extremely religious. Me and, too. My, and, my uh, sisters are born again. And Christian. I actually have, uh, like, I used to listen to Michael W. Smith like all the time. He's still like, one of my favorite singers, even though I don't really listen to a lot of Christian music. Do you know who Michael W. Smith is? He might be too old for you. You know, he was kind of like the the Christian Rick Springfield. Uh, which actually, do you know who Rick Springfield is? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think she's three years old? No, she just got out of college. She's young. But she's not. Six. I'm old enough to be your grandfather. Yeah, Come but on, Jimmy, Jimmy, You're old Jimmy, enough to Jim be your grand grandfather. <laughs> Jimmy, when you're in the music world, you know everybody in the music world, old and young. It's like being, you know, any anyway. Who are some of your favorite country singers? Ooh, favorite country singers. I'm immediately going to have to say Shania Twain, Toby oh, yeah, she's Keith, fabulous. Um, Taylor Swift before the whole pop thing. <laughs> well, that's yeah. funny because I never listened to Taylor Swift until she became the pop thing. And I'm just not a huge. Uh, I think she's super talented. What about I, Stevie Nicks? And, uh, I country. love Stevie Nicks. I love Stevie Nicks. <laughs> I love her. Stevie Nicks isn't country, though. No, I know. I'm just country. bringing up voices that are wonderful. Stevie Nicks is with when she's with her group. What is it called? Again? Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood Mac. God, they're wonderful. I could listen to them all night long. So wait, okay. So I went on your website. Uh, first of all, you have another. You have two videos. One of them is you singing the national anthem at Fenway Park for a Red Sox game. So your kudos dad to told you. Us that. that must be a huge deal, like for you. Were you nervous? 
I was very nervous, but as soon as I started singing, I knew that it was going to be fine. You're so, a professional. Actually, yeah, you're a professional. Yeah. I love you that know, part. Professionals don't get nervous. They get, you know, a little in. You know, I never get nervous. Uh, usually I'm nervous after I work. <laughs> I get nervous saying, shit, I hope I did it right. But um, no. I like love it. So hold on. So then I uh, then you had another video. I think it was Hallelujah, right? Is that the video that's on there? That's like Jeff Buckley. Yeah. Um, yep. which you, you did phenomenal on. Everybody check out uh the Renee because you can see the videos on her video thing um that she got there. And so I was getting information from you off of there. It said that you performed with Gary U.S. Bonds and Southside Johnny. Gary U.S. Bonds. Uh, I can't think. I know the name because I know he's like super famous. I don't know a song right off the top of my head, but just the fact that you performed with him, was that a total thrill? Yeah, it was wonderful. He's a wonderful man. What's, what is, what does Gary U.S. Bond sing? Do you know? Uh, he sings, can't teach an old dog new tricks. <laughs> can't teach an old dog new tricks. <laughs> You're asking me. I don't even know what it is. Gary U.S. Bonds. He's like an, Ameri he's like an American icon. <laughs> I have never heard the name before in my life. Really? Never. I don't listen to music. I listen to my recordings on my phone. <laughs> What are the recordings on your phone? No, he listens to Johnny Stand Mathis. There just a moment, darling. Let me catch his, my breath. His favorite singer is Peggy I've Lee. He listens to Peggy Lee, seen Johnny a Mathis. Quite, or chances are, because I wear a silly grin. I or Peggy Lee, just for a thrill. <laughs> you made my life one sad song. Just for a three. Actually, Southside Johnny, I don't know anything he sing. They sing. They sing either. But I, I've heard of Southside Johnny. But Gary U.S. Bonds, I know, is like an icon because you always see, like he does shows and they sell out like immediately. You know, in concerts when he's like touring. The wonderful thing about being my age, eighty-two, is I have so many decades to choose from to live in, and I live in a lot of those decades still. Because what's present today, I'm not happy with. I'm not happy living in this decade. Neither are many people in our country. But I chose my decades. I'm not one of these people, oh, it's in, it's now, I have to be it. You know what I mean? There's some people I that are so ashamed. Of... No, they're ashamed to say they listen to a, a Peggy Lee because, oh, her, it's old music. Music is never old. I like I like and music belongs to everybody. Remember I like the that. love songs of the seventies, like the soft rock and ballads. Yeah, well, you, and stuff live in the a, 70s, you live in so a decade old. You live in but a decade. But I listen to everything, like uh, especially hip hop. I like hip hop and Justin Bieber, and I like all that but stuff. So, again, so who are some modern people that are out now that you modern? Think are, see, I mean modern people. Who are some modern people who you like, kind of like, like, and that you listen to? I'm ancient. Today is model, modern. I don't know. I mean, I listen to a lot of like U2. Um, I do listen to some Justin Bieber. Um, I saw U2, U2 Joshua Tree concert tour. I've seen them on tour twice, like many, many. I mean, that you're talking, I'm talking like 25 years ago, but they were phenomenal. You know, I, I don't really listen to modern U2. I, I listen to all the old stuff. Look at what she's got in the back of her thing, Katniss. <laughs> did you like those movies? I um, did. My movies? brother actually got that poster for me. I love the Hunger Games movies. I think they're so freaking like awesome. That's what, what's her name in them? Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, I yeah. love Jennifer Lawrence. The Hunger Games, Twilight, and Harry Potter are like my three favorite like things that go on and on. You know, I think Jennifer Lawrence is one of the best actresses we have out there today. I've seen her play so many parts, and you know, from one actor to another, that's a good compliment. I would love to work with Jennifer Lawrence, play her father. 
Oh, you could do or that. something, Keller, whatever the hell they always play. So, but so if her. you were gonna go on concert, let's say you were gonna go. First of all, you blow, you blow up, and you're like the huge next big thing, which I think you have the definite potential to be. And you're gonna go on con concert, and you can go with, and and they're gonna let you like perform with any three groups or or singers. It doesn't have to be a group. So they they call you up and say, hey, we're gonna put you on tour, and these are the three people, and you get to pick them. Who are they gonna be? Um, I'd say one band that I would love to play with is AJR. Uh, they're mm -hmm. modern and they are just absolutely electric on stage. Okay. Um, another group that I really like that I would love to say that I've performed with is Breaking Benjamin. So yeah, big switch great. in the genre. Great band um, though. Oh yeah. Absolutely incredible. And then, mm, I don't know. I, Paul McCartney was just in the area and I would love to perform with him. Oh, that's right. So, Johnny, one of my our good friends and one of my clients is going to see Paul McCartney tomorrow in New York, uh, which is an awesome. And Paul McCartney is freaking awesome. Do He's you like, my age. Do you like? Do you like? See, Rascal? so even old bags are still in. <laughs> do you like Rascal Flats? Like I, I, for country, I like Rascal Flats a lot. Um, and I, and I didn't even know who they were, except for that I used to be a big American Idol f fan. And I used to old American Idol with all the old people. I don't like the new ones now. There's no such thing as old people. Stop that. Uh, no, the old American Idol shows that were on 20 years ago, not the ones that are on now, when they had, you know, Randy and Paul Abdul and all those people. I like those. And Rascal Flats came on and performed with Carrie Underwood. I had never heard of them. And, and now I'm like a big Rascal Flats, you know, mm -hmm. fan. So you find music in all different kinds of ways. You never oh, yeah. know how you're going to do it. You know, have you been on tour a lot? Have you done a lot of shows? Um, I've done a lot of shows. I wouldn't necessarily call it a tour, but I'm constantly performing. I am consistently having shows. I need to update my website. Um, if you were looking at the events page at all, yeah, I, I, I saw. I saw. There's two shows coming up. I think uh, there's a, there. there's actually four now. So my dad okay. just told me about two others, and I still have to update the uh, the website. Now I'm going to ask the obvious question: Do you do voices like your dad? Um. Not professionally. I'm not very good at them. I can sort of do a Mickey Mouse, but that's about it. I think it's just because my voice is high. Your father's incredible. He he was banging them out quicker than tennis balls. He is really yeah, He did quite, like literally like he 50 is a, of them. He's a talent. I mean, he's got an ear for sound. He's wonderful. Has he brought you on his show and interviewed you since now you're a country star? Yeah, yeah, I've been on his show a few times. I actually filled in for my uh, uncle back when he was a co-host. So I have definitely seen a bunch of the radio show scene. <laughs> it's fun to do. It's just fun to like, you know, basically you need to get out on all mediums anyway, which I was going to tell you. Um, so you guys, her Twitter is the, you don't really do your social media enough. As, as um, my, you know, I do my personal accounts a lot, but I'm not on that Twitter all too much. Well, I, I noticed, though, your Instagram is private. You need to make one that's for you, the singer, that's public, so your fans can really, you know, get going with you. I'm a publicist, so, like, I, I'm telling you from experience, this is what you need to do because nobody can really get you as private, and if it's your personal one, you probably don't want people on it anyway. Um, yeah, I'm, um, I'm going to be a teacher in the fall, so I can't really have that public account on Instagram, at least, for my personal Oh, stuff. my gosh. Yeah. Isn't that, isn't that terrible how things have gotten to be, though? So what it's are you going to teach? What are you going to teach? I'll be teaching religion to middle school boys. Good for you. Okay. Oh, is it a private school then? Yep. Good for you. I mean, I, I think it's fun that you're doing all the things that you want to do. And there's no reason why you can't do everything. 
you know, but I do realize yeah, how but balancing religion and song. Oh, it's a little difficult because, um, you know, the kids will hear the music and get too familiar because they'll know her through music and they won't be so respectful. This way she maintains. Yeah, but she does respectful songs. Well, she, no, 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 no. I don't mean that. She, no, no. Don't make it. Don't make it sorted. No. You know what I mean? Like, in other words, if one of my teachers was an actress, I would have known her from film and it wouldn't be the same. Do mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Uh, so, I, sure my opinion, my opinion. Yeah. I, I mean, if, if Marilyn Monroe were my history teacher, you know, <laughs> I would have like said, hey, screw history, Marilyn. You know, when are we going to have lunch? <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> I think it's terrific. So so did you mm -hmm. always grow up? Because I wanted to be a teacher when I was young. Did you always? You would have made a good teacher. You I wanted to be like a, a teacher. teacher. The only problem was for a, a male. Back then, I thought I was heterosexual. Because <laughs> uh, 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 Ron and I are married. I don't know if you know that. Ron and I are married. So Okay, so Ron and I are married. So, um, But before that, I wanted, to be sinners. A, I wanted to be a teacher, but I did not think that we would be able to... I We're going to rot in hell. I didn't think I would be able to support a family because back when I was in school, you know, a teacher made like $22,000 a year when I got out of college. You not know, and anymore. You couldn't support anybody, you know, on it. So I didn't do it because of that. Um, and I went into other things, but I think it's like awesome um, with all the things going on in the world that that I think that teachers are one of the more important uh, catalysts for our society. You know, like teachers to me are the ones who should be getting paid a lot of money because you're influencing all the children and not like, you know, not the politicians. No, how about teachers should be giving the right to reprimand a child, to praise a child. Oh, and to teach a child anymore. because we had no my my very good friend has two sons and they're both teachers and they were told they're not allowed to make one boy a star and the other one not everybody's equal and if a child misbehaves and she's a teacher also and one kid said something terrible to her and i'm going to repeat it no, don't repeat i won't it. use her name he said please sit on my face i want to guess your weight and she report no <laughs> listen her, she's freaking out <laughs> wait she reported him to the principal and his parents went up there and said my son was so humiliated and upset because you reprimanded him for what he said teachers don't have a right anymore at least not in new york they don't have a right they cannot reprimand a child they cannot punish a child and they cannot praise a child that does better than other children and i think that's so unfair because we can't always be equal equality doesn't come totally with everyone the there's always a superiority and a lesser so trying to make the world equal is an insane thought i mean you know you need ants and you need i the never got a participation thing like when i was in school i was a tennis player and you either won or you lost but you didn't get like a like a ribbon for like trying you know like so the world has changed a lot and i think it's different i think it's very difficult for you going into it as a teacher but i think you have a level head you know, and obviously you it's something that you're passionate about or you wouldn't be doing it. So so I give kudos to you and I hope it goes extremely Teaching well. Teaching is a hard job. Have you done it before? You must have had to intern as a teacher. Um, I did student teaching this past year and I was not at the same school that I'm going to be at, but it was definitely a learning experience. Well, but, also, you know. you're you're in a religious school. Those kids are totally raised differently. They're raised with respect and manners and they behave. I hope. But if you were in a ghetto public school, forget it. 
you'd have to get a machine gun. Oh, yeah, now they want teachers to have guns. Do you love that? Yeah, it's okay. No, 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 no. No, I just read it the other day. No, I actually read that too. That teachers now will be given guns. And I thought, what kind of a world do we live in? That a teacher needs a gun to protect herself in case one of the students whips out a machine gun and starts mowing everybody down. So she has the right to shoot him down. What is it, the Wild West? Did you have it in your life? I mean, it, the world's gotten crazy. We really need to talk to the big guy. I mean, why the hell is he letting this happen? I'll never know. <laughs> She's speechless now. You, you've like ruined it for her. <laughs> no, I mean, really and truly. It, no. It, I mean, so, te- teachers with guns. So, everybody, this is Renee Levitt. You can go to to uh, thereneelevitt.com, and you can see all stuff about her because she's not on social media, and uh, you really want to get her both her albums. One of them is called The Story, and one of them is called The Sequel. Um, They're on all the streaming services, right? Yes, they are. You can find them just about anywhere. You can get them everywhere. Uh, we want to make her uh, the walk with uh, – no, not the walk. Walk with the big guy. We want that to go viral, everybody. And everybody, it really is an inspirational, uplifting story uh, in the music. She yeah. sings it beautifully. I love the lyrics. They're very – the lyrics. Every, listen to the lyrics and do what the lyrics say, folks. Because they're actually But I want to say something to you. There's an old saying, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. And it certainly didn't with you. You're as lovely as your dad is, and it's personable. No, and it's personable. And your parents did a fine job raising you. You're a lady. You have style, class. You're sweet. You're good natured, and you got to be smart because she no, went to a good school. And <laughs> no, and you're very, and you're very clean cut. Some of the qualities that we've lost today. You, I mean, you wouldn't walk around with spears, tattoos, and a mini skirt without a bra. You wouldn't do that. Thank no, God. She's I think there are some people left with decency. I like love that. I think it's terrific. And I, I want to say I wish you all the success in the world in both of your careers and your music career in your teaching career and just in life. Um, you seem like a wonderful, wonderful person. And I hope that that everything that you go for and everything that you want comes. Yep. And you're a pleasure knowing. I'm happy I know you. Oh, thank you very much. I'm happy that I know you too. I'm happy. I hope so. It'll We're sinners. A- You're supposed to like my sister doesn't talk to <laughs> me. You know, sinners. my sister hasn't spoke. My sister's a born again Christian, and she said to me, um, "You can't be in my life because you've chosen your lifestyle." And I said, "Stupid! I was born this way." Oh no, you weren't. I said, "Sister dear, I was born this way. I did not choose this lifestyle. You have to be out of your mind to choose a lifestyle where everybody is against you and the world hates you and, and makes fun of you. That's that's a sick thought. Uh, it's sad. They love but your smile in the chat room. They're all talking. I love about her it. smile too. So please do me a favor when you preach to people, be kind. Of course." It would not be in my lifestyle to judge not other because. people. Right, exactly. We all have a right on the planet. That was beautiful, actually. And uh, we all should, you know, be be listen to your lyrics. That's all I'm going to say. That's a beautiful song with a beautiful voice, a beautiful video on the beach, all white, pretty girl flowing. It was a, it was a spiritual uh, moment. Moments. And I suggest to everybody, get that song, and when you're down and out and low and you feel crappy, play it. And, you know, talk to the big guy. You never know. 
So how was it going to school? I've never been to Boston. It's the one place I've never. I love I've Boston. never been to Boston. Oh. I have friends who are from Boston, but I've never been there. And Boston University, though, I know is a, like a top notch, mm-hmm. very you know hard to get in school. So I know that means you have to be smart. When and, uh, I was young, how was it going to school in Boston? It was I mean, good. Close to home. Did you did you live at home or did you like stay in a dorm? Yeah, I commuted to school. It was like um at the beginning of COVID, it was like a twenty minute drive in, but uh by the time I was finishing, it was like an hour drive in just because of traffic. That's funny. When I was in my early early twenties, we used to fly from Long Island to Boston for Italian food. Wow! Right? Because the Italian, I'm serious, and then spend the night in Boston and then fly back to Long Island. I think, if I'm not mistaken, it was fifty bucks round trip. $25. Well, but this is born back to 1960. So we're going back a long time. But I love Boston. I love walking the red line, going to all the wonderful things, the, the, the Seven Gables and all the witches and up in, uh, it's Salem. wonderful. Salem. Yeah. Bo- Bo- Boston is a place to go visit, folks. It's a really beautiful city. I didn't know Salem was near there. Yeah. I mean, Salem from like Salem. No, I saw with the Pilgrim, Pilgrim <laughs> Rock with my daughters and I. When when I was divorced, my daughters and I went for Thanksgiving dinner to Plymouth Rock. There's a lovely restaurant that overlooks the rock where they walked on. And we had our Thanksgiving dinner there. We went to the witch's house. We did the Seven Gables. We did Paul Revere. Seven Gables? What's house that? of Seven Gables. Learn. Oh, from a movie. That's a movie. No, it's not a movie. Oh. It's history. <laughs> Paul Revere's uh, ride into town. Yeah. Uh, it, it's a historically wonderful town, a beautiful town. And the most expensive part is gorgeous where all the row houses are. I forgot what it was called, that street. It's a very important street to live on, beautiful street. No, so you grew up in Boston then? I mean, much. I'm in a suburb. In a suburb. Everybody yeah. around here says that they're from Boston. Just don't go to Boston in January unless you're an Eskimo. <laughs> it's cold. It gets cold, And snowy yes. and really cold. But I, 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 Boston's one of my favorite cities. I want to go. Well, when we go back east, we'll go to Boston. Yeah, I want to go to Boston. And then I used to go up to Cape Cod. You, ever, you go to Cape Cod a lot, right? Oh, yeah. I have a love Cape Cod. I love Cape Cod. One of my favorite. Sandwich is beautiful. I mean, I just love that whole part of, of the East Coast. I'm an East Coaster. I'm from New York. So I love I'm the from East Florida. Coast. I love the East Coast. <laughs> East Coast has history, style, class. I'm and from beauty. Florida, but then I met him and we moved to Pennsylvania and we lived in Pennsylvania Another for beautiful five years state. and then we moved back here. But when we were in Pennsylvania, we never went to Boston. I want to go to Boston. Pennsylvania is probably one of the most scenic states you ever want to go to. Riding through Pennsylvania is absolutely beautiful. Woods and mountains and fall, at the fall when the leaves change, gorgeous. In the chat we room, have a beautiful country. In, Our country is really a very beautiful country. In the chat room, they're saying that that whoever your students are going to be are going to be very lucky. Lucky is right. To have you as a teacher, so that's nice. Because oh, that's very sweet. Thank you. No, because you're sweet and kind, and we could see you're caring, and you're going to make your students feel loved. And that's the most important thing. If they love you, they'll listen to you. All right, everybody. So one more time. This is Renee Levitt. Mm-hmm. Um, she's fantastically talented. Please check out... Uh, the Renee Levitt.com and Levitt is L E A V I T T.com. 
Check out uh, her brand new uh, recent single, Walk With The Big Guy. She's got two albums out Good on song. Spotify. Good Just Google, Google her name. It's R-E-N-E-E and then L-E-A-V-I-T-T. We want to thank you for coming on the show. We wish you the best of luck. Please send send a hello to your father. We really enjoyed having him on right. also. And we wish you the best in everything that you do. And you're totally, you're totally delightful in every way. Wow. Whoever, the, the lucky guy that gets you, choose well. Choose, <laughs> I will. Take your time, choose correctly, because you're a special girl. <laughs> I tell that to my daughters all the time. <laughs> all right. Thank you. Have Nick. a great one. Bye. Bye now. Bye. Bye. Thank bye. you. She's a sweetie Thank pie. You. Isn't she a sweet girl? Absolutely. What I have, a nice girl. My phone is just going off a million messages. So, everybody, um, we have a busy Friday. We're going to be going to L.A. on Friday. Um, Big deal, party uh, some kind of a party friday night we'll see how, how hopefully it'll be fun i'm also going to i hope it's going to be what it's cracked up to be if it is it's going to be quite an event and we will have photographs and stories about the friday evening party i'm also uh going to shoot uh, a little interview for a documentary that they're making on the fast and furious series since i did the costume right. design for i was going to bring one. that up i'm proud and, of Jimmy. Uh, so i'm going to go get a little interview mm -hmm. and then we're going to go to a party it should be a lot of fun and, and I'd like um, to say something about my very dear friend, Sue Wong. Sue Wong has been kicked off of Facebook for no reasons of merit. She was photographed in France by a photographer who claims he owns the photograph and she, without permission, used it on Facebook. It's her picture. It's her photograph. And because of that, Facebook is possibly not giving her her subscri subscription. They're taking it away from her. So if you want to help, my dear friend Su Wong out and do me and Jimmy a favor. Contact Facebook, write to them and say, it's absurd what you're doing to Su Wong. She did nothing wrong and she should be reinstated on Facebook because she only posted the most beautiful pictures and positive, beautiful writings about spirits and souls. And it's, it's, it's just a sin what garbage is taking over folks. They're getting rid of the good stuff. So please contact Facebook if you're a member and say, stop the nonsense with Sue Wong. Reinstate her. Absolutely. I appreciate it. if you do it. Do it for me. That's right. And so we got like four minutes left, too. So we have to talk about something. Four interesting. minutes left. How come? That what do we watch? Do we watch anything interesting we can tell anybody to see? Oh, I, I watch old movies because I love all my old stars that I miss that are dead. Um I like watching and seeing them. I watch a Robert Mitchum film, although I've never met Robert Mitchum. I feel like I know him because Jane Russell, who was my best friend, was also best friends with, with Robert Mitchum. And she spoke of him fondly and also gave me a lot of good stories about uh, Robert Mitchum. Oh, for anybody who watching Stranger Things, too. So I, I, I only watched the first two seasons, but now I watch season three and I'm partially through season four. Season three was a little bit not that good, but. But uh, it's a great show. Everybody support it. Like, it's unbelievable what a fan base the show has created. So if you're checking out and looking for something cool to watch, watch Stranger Things. Um, on Hacks, we've already finished it. I mean, on HBO oh. Max, we finished Hacks Season 1 and Season 2. <clears throat> but they're both hilarious. Um, you guys would really like Hacks. And also Frankie and Grace, we finished. And also, I believe it's being released in about a week or so, a film that I'm in called Clown Motel 2. What, what is, is it coming out that fast? I think it's coming out in oh, July. It might be. Oh, this. Oh, then you got a ways to go. I said a couple of weeks. Okay. Yeah, in July. Um, it's a campy film. It's a horror film, and I think the kids will love it. I play General Milan, and we were out there to get those clowns because they're bad people. 
and it's a fun movie. And also, you guys, I got my uh, Instagram back as at Jimmy Star instead of all the other ones that I had. So you can please follow me on Instagram. It's at Jimmy Star. Um, on Twitter, I'm at Dr. Jimmy Star. Ron is at Ron Russell's show. And Ron is Ron Russell on Facebook. And I'm Star Jimmy on Facebook. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, what else do we have to tell people? I know we have all kinds of things we well, did. I, just I don't remember to, any of I just them. want to tell people to... Um, be kind to each other. Do what you can to make our country better. Behave. Help those that need help. And um, don't be jealous or mean because those negative things rot you. Positive thinking is what we need to do. B. Claudia I, told me to tell you yes. that there's a new a book that came out uh, a couple of months ago, and it's called... Uh, mean, moody, magnificent. Jane Russell in the marketing of a Hollywood legend. You're kidding. Came out in June of last year. And it's year. all about Jane Russell? All about Jane Russell. Oh, I wonder how many lies they put in that. There's somebody on, on YouTube that did a documentary on Jane Russell, and I was furious because he copied my entire interview I did with Jane Russell, my questions and her answers, and he's using it as if it was he that did the interview. And they added to it stuff that's not true. I know everything about Jane. Jane and I were buddies. We spent hours, years together, traveled together, stayed at each other's homes, went to dinner. I mean, we were as close as anybody could be. So if anybody knows the truth about Jane Russell, it's me. And if I read this book, I don't know if I get a a nervous breakdown from it. No, because they write terrible things. You know, she never was lovers with Howard Hughes. Never, ever, ever. And yet they say that he, he kept her and, and it's all bullshit. Why they want to, she's not he, like, I spoke about Rita Hayworth to Jane in my interview and Jane turned around and she said to me, well, you don't know, do you? She's not here to tell you. And I'm applying that to Jane. Jane's not here anymore to tell you, but I'm here and I'm going to tell you, uh, I set the record straight for my buddy, Jane, and I always bring her up in my, show in my writing on Facebook because I miss her. I love her. She was the the kindest, sweetest person. Not so sweet. She was kind of sarcastically nasty at times, but that was her personality. She was a tough broad, but she never meant anything by it. I mean, she loved you. She loved you. She was a friend and she loved me and I was a friend. She was my friend. So we want to thank everybody then because we're going to run out of time. B, what's the name of the book? Uh, it's called Mean, Moody, and Magnificent. Jane mean, Russell Moody, and Magnificent. And Magnificent. Jane mean, Russell and the Marketing of a Hollywood Legend. She was never mean. <laughs> moody, yeah, she got mood swings. Anyway, a negative. We're, we're out of time. We're out of time. So, I, I so that, thank you, everybody in the chat room. Full of shit. Everybody in the chat room, thanks so much for tuning in. We want to thank our new engineer, Juan. We want to thank our guests, Renee Levin and Tony Moore. We'll see you guys next week. Have a great weekend, everybody. Bye. Bye, Don't buy that book. It's a lie, I bet. (laughs) I want him on our show. Let's get that that guy who wrote that book on. The girl who wrote that book on this show. Let's get her on this show. No, we don't want to crucify people. Anyway, we're off, everybody. See you next week. Why is she saying mean? We got to read the book. (laughs) Bye, everybody. <laughs> so can try not to so yeah, we in the mix. 
Yeah, we in the mix. It's another episode. Here we go. The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Interviewing the hottest news that you will to the celebrities. Make sure to subscribe so you can get notified weekly. Jimmy Star, he's the king of cool. Ron Russell, he's a gorgeous dude. Chat room is live and you would be a fool not to vibe with us at the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. So come watch it live on W4CY Radio. Miss some past episodes? Download on iTunes. The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. It's the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Russell.